welcome. Pull up a seat, grab a cup, and get ready to share, listen, and learn. This is my favorite coffee story with your host, Aniko Samoji. You'll hear about the stories about coffee itself, the history, health benefits, recipes, and more, along with some personal stories inspired by coffee and the lifestyle. Now, here is Aniko Somoji. Welcome to My Favorite Coffee Story. We are so delighted you've joined us. We have a very special guest today, Lanny Medina, and I cannot wait to introduce Lanny, but before we do start... We always give a quick update about what's going on at Anikona Farm. Our listeners always ask me about what's the latest project. And today, it's been an incredibly beautiful day, very clear blue skies. The ocean, when I look down to Kona Town, I can see the individual boats on the ocean uh, fishing, and I can, I can look up to Hualalai Mountain, and it is so clear and so beautiful, and the coffee trees are thriving, and their red cherry is becoming so vibrant and ready to pick in the next few days, so that's been delightful. If I could also share a little bit about um, something fun on Hawaii Island, on the big island of Hawaii, we actually did a cattle roundup a few days ago with the family. And the reason why I love sharing this is because a lot of people are fascinated to hear that the largest ranch in the U.S. is actually on the Big Island. And so we actually herded cattle on horseback uh, with the whole family. And that was so much fun on a beautiful ranch called Dahana Ranch. But I just wanted to share that because the the Big Island has such variety and diversity from the volcano to the beautiful oceans, to valleys, to waterfalls. So thank you so much for joining us and just sharing in a little bit of Hawaii time. And now we're going to be talking about the Silicon Valley coffee buzz and all that's going on in Silicon Valley. And we have a wonderful guest joining us, Lanny Medina, who's the founder and board chair at Tech Bay Area Advocates. That's an organization that connects Bay Area technology sector with a variety of other tech hubs around the world. And we just would love to welcome you, Lanny. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Oh, it's you have so much going on there at Silicon Valley. And we can't wait to hear about what Tech Bay Area Advocates is working on because you have a wonderful event coming up in October, and uh, you're going to share hopefully a little bit about that, the 2017 Global Tech Forum at the Sonoma State University. But first, if we may hear sort of what's it like living in Silicon Valley, Lanny? So the Bay Area is a very large region, which includes Silicon Valley, San Francisco, North and East Bay. And um, I remember living right in the heart of Silicon Valley um, during university and uh, watching it come up and uh, thrive. Had the pleasure of meeting um, Steve Jobs when he was uh, in between Apple stints and he was trying to build Next. And it's just, it, it seems like a faint memory in a way, and I don't think anybody realized how big it was going to be, except for a few at uh, Stanford really understood the magnitude of it, and certainly, you know, visionaries like Steve Jobs. So the entire Bay Area is buzzing. Um, you have, um, it's not just centered in South Bay, which is Silicon Valley. Um, San Francisco is a lot of urban density, a lot of tech companies, a lot of buses picking up tech employees and driving them down to Silicon Valley since they choose to live in such a great city in San Francisco. And North Bay has a lot of uh, biotech and wine tech. So uh, it was an easy migration to go up from the Stanford area and Silicon Valley through living in San Francisco as it was building up its presence and into wine country, uh, where there is a $16 billion wine industry, which includes, you know, that's the the, the business side, and then there's another three or four billion in tourism, and um, it's very huge. And as that industry expands, uh, tech is the common denominator in all of our lives, 
And um, it's, it's very, very exciting. And there is a lot of coffee in this region. Well, that, that is for sure. The, um, the interesting thing about your organization and Tech Bay Area Advocates is that you actually are so global. Um, but it's really interesting that this particular event that you're doing, the Global Tech Forum, is going to be in Sonoma, which you were mentioning is kind of got that wine scene. You also have an amazing panel lined up for that show, like the director of strategy at Salesforce, Jonathan Miranda, is going to be your keynote. Sounds like he's going to be talking a lot about sort of the future of tech and keynote. Please tell us a little bit, Lanny, more about that event and how you're how you're preparing for that. So, so very quickly, Tech Bay Area Advocates is the uh, San Francisco, Silicon Valley, and North Bay hub of Global Tech Advocates, where Global Tech Advocates is a coalition of over 5,000 tech experts, leaders, and investors in 51 countries and territories. It started. Uh, in early 2013 by Russ Shaw, who is a former colleague and friend of mine. We've known each other for a very long time. And um, he is a tech thought leader and launched in London with the intent of building London as a, a tech center in Europe. He not only did that, but as, as people came on to this pro bono organization where there's no membership fee. Advocates become advocates because they want to give back to the tech community, which gives back to the overall community. And they join to uh, learn and keep updated at events. They can join working groups where they can work on a tech vertical, say cybersecurity and uh, set objectives and, and action plans for positive outcomes in that field. And they can connect through a private online platform called Profinda. Profinda was also founded in London. And we stay connected through there and post our activities and we keep rolling. So that's the organization. And part of that championing, connecting, and supporting uh, the tech community, entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs also who support tech, like, you know, there's advertising agencies and attorneys and CPAs. Um, that is all very much part of the organization as well. So in the events, we have three to four events a year in the Bay Area. We're a very large region, so our larger events are in Silicon Valley, San Francisco. We had one in East Bay a year ago, and now we are coming up to North Bay. And what we try to do is, is at every event, we, we check in with what the organization is doing, what the working groups are accomplishing, which is an amazing amount of, of outcome. Uh, to help everyone, and we focus on entrepreneurs who are starting up or scaling and uh, usually have an investor showcase where you have investors either on panels and many in the room who attend to see, you know, sort of what they can can see and, and invest in. And we also have a check-in um, for Tech Bay Area Advocates with uh, consuls general and heads of trade and foreign investment from different countries because as we become somewhat um, immigration wary, if you, if you will, um, in, in different countries around uh, the world, including the United States, what do we need to do to keep the momentum going, to, to keep business going uh, when you know, there, there are borders being built and, and things like that? So we always check in. Um, and this round, we have the Council's General of uh, Britain, Andy Whitaker, Mexico, who is Hemi Lopez Gonzalez. Um, he's the former Deputy Director of the EPA of Mexico. And we also have the uh, people who are heads of life sciences in the trade departments of Ireland and uh, Italy. So it should be an interesting mix of, of how we keep going. Uh, so that is the, the event on October 10th at Sonoma State University. Uh, it is a lunch forum. We're very excited about it. We're also very excited about our partnership with Sonoma State University, um, specifically uh, the School of Business and Economics, 
the one and only Wine Business Institute, which is a very visionary uh, institute, which provides a wine MBA. And we're also working with uh, the Dean of the School of Education uh, because he is charged with putting makers and maker movement in all the CSU campuses. That would be California State University campuses, which is all 23. So we have had um, just just an honor and a pleasure to work with uh, Dr. Bill Silver and Dr. Damian Wilson and Ray Johnson in the School of Business and Economics and and, uh, and Dr. Silver is also the dean there and, and also with uh, the dean of education who is uh, Dr. Carlos Ayala. That has been very rewarding and provides us an opportunity to not only keep ourselves informed as advocates um, to bring other businesses in, but we also have an opportunity to bring students into this event because that is our future. And one of the things we really believe in at Tech Bay Area Advocates um, is, is tech for good, which is giving back. And uh, we give back to youth who desire a career in, in STEM and um, our underserved youth. Um, we're building a mentorship program. We're, we're very excited about all this. And, and it, again, this is the entire Bay Area. This, this is an incredible thing you're doing, Lanny. And it's just amazing how you're connecting the entire world of tech between, you know, Belfast to London to Singapore to Spain and even in Bogota or Shanghai. This is really, really amazing. And also, I love how you're actually making a lot of, you know, positive changes and social impacts for, for people who are actually trying to do a lot of good in the tech scene, but actually could use a little help. So I know that your organization provides scholarships and support for those people who are trying to actually implement a lot of great entrepreneurial feats, but could use a little help. So that's so exciting, Lanny. And thank you so much for doing that. How did you actually first initially meet Russ Shaw? So this is a fun story because um, I was, uh, after I was, I was an investment manager at Stanford University for almost 10 years and then moved on to the corporate world at American Express and had a, an unusual job. It was a, a, like a chief of staff slash um, do anything that the president wants you to do type of job. Um, and um, part of the deal was you work for a female president, you work for her for a year to 18 months, and then you go into the company wherever you want and you hire your replacement. So when it was time for me to go into the chosen path of product development, um, and this is basically early 90s, um, I interviewed a number of people, and Russ Shaw had just graduated from Harvard Business School. He was a CPA, so his two-year gap between college and um, business school, he went out and got a CPA because he, he's, he's very ambitious and, and accomplished. And, I, and uh, the, the president said, you know, well, we don't really want an accountant. We want someone who's creative and personable. So I said, well, let me meet with, you know, these five people. And I came back and I said, Russ is your person. She said, really? And I said, absolutely. He does not act like what you think a CPA is because she had a, a vision in her mind. Russ is a very, uh, very humble, personable guy with a lot of vision. He's an incredible connector and um, is, has a very strong um humble, altruistic side, if you will, where he's, you know, worried about the people who were in the call center at American Express, um, who, how could they see what the executives do, and he built a program there called the Buddy System, um, where the executives felt that they were going to help, you know, the people in the call center on the phones, and what, what happened was really beautiful because it was the executives who were also learning from the people on the call center, and it created a very strong relationship there. So uh, I worked with Russ there, again, at Schwab. He was in Europe by that time with his, his wife and family, and um, I was still in, uh, we were still in San Francisco. And uh, so we had uh, some overlap there. And uh, in 2014, when uh, my daughter and I visited Russ and his wife Leslie in London, he was so excited about Tech London Advocates 
the entire trip from Heathrow to his home, which is about an hour, and I could not, there's no way you could not embrace that enthusiasm. That's how I got involved in this. I never forgot about it. Decided in 2015 to do something, built a nonprofit, which takes takes a while in the United States. Um, we were approved very quickly, which was another sign that this was the right thing to do. And that is how the connection with Russ was made and how this uh, Tech Bay Area Advocates was born. And that was last year uh, when you had your first event that you launched uh, in 2016. So, um, yes. So it sounds like um, you're having more events come up. And we'd also like to talk about uh, European Innovation Day when we come back after the break and a little bit about sort of the coffee stories that that were going on at European Innovation Day and um, a little bit more about coffee in Silicon Valley and what keeps Silicon Valley buzzing. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you back after the break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for you with Arvin Vora, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are listening to My Favorite Coffee Story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to My Favorite Coffee Story. Welcome to our listeners. We're so glad you're with us. We have a very special guest, Lanny Medina, who's the founder and board chair at Tech Bay Area Advocates. And we've been talking about some of the tech scene that's going on in Silicon Valley and actually how that even goes into San Francisco and the North Bay. And we were just talking about the uh, amazing event that Lanny is actually working on called the Global Tech Forum in October. So Lanny, tell us a little bit more about sort of the coffee scene there at these meetings and how people love to share their coffee moments together. Well, first, I want to say that right now I am drinking Anacona and enjoying it very much while we're talking. It's such a, such a nice, smooth uh, blend, and we've been enjoying it a lot. And um, it, I look forward to when Anacona expands into Silicon Valley and, and all throughout the region so I can bring it with me and so forth. But it's, it's been a lot of fun, really fun to oh. watch how successful this, uh, this uh, venture has been. Thank you for trying it. (laughs) Well, I love it. Congratulations. So uh, it's very funny because when when, um, 
I'm in the standard hotels. You know, you don't know what you're going to get in terms of coffee. And uh, it's gotten a little bit better as people start to bring in higher quality coffees. Um, And I'm definitely the kind of person who supports the boutique uh, coffee uh, growers and makers, if you will, because uh, there's usually a much more robust, strong product. Um, When I was at uh, a conference last week, which is called SEC2SV, which stands for Startup Europe to Silicon Valley and European Innovation Day, this is where an accelerator um, in Silicon Valley called Mind the Bridge, run by Marco Maranucci and Alberto Ognetti, they bring in several entrepreneurs every year's startup uh, entities from different parts of Europe. They bring them to Silicon Valley. They um, have them pitch to uh, venture capitalists and funders around the Bay Area. Uh, It's all done at the Computer History Museum in Mountain View, which is gorgeous, by the way. And um, then they move into all the things that people need to know, updates on what's going on country by country, what's going on different tech verticals, what people need to know, um, how to handle different aspects of getting their companies going and funded. And it's a very energizing, exciting event. Given the fact that there were so many Europeans and, and uh, run by an, uh, an Italian uh, group, um, I you know, didn't know what to expect, but it was not your usual uh, coffee hotel fare where it, you know kind of bland and not a lot of taste. It was espresso all day. <laughs> so, and, and, I, and I thought that was great because it was very much like being in the middle of you know, Europe or Mexico City, which is so cosmopolitan and it's the, you know, it's the same. Um, but it was just just people were just drinking and drinking and, and um, some of this uh, delegation came up to wine country last Saturday to to visit wineries, and we had a you know a, a meeting about Tech Bay Area advocates and Startup Europe to Silicon Valley. And when they asked for espressos, they were all, "Oh, I want a triple shot. I want ristretto. This is what I need." It, you know, very intense experience at 4 p.m. So you know, obviously, no worries about the caffeine load on that. So that is kind of the experience is that, that coffee is a very big deal um, everywhere. Um, I, we are incubating and accelerating Tech Bay Area advocates at uh, a place called Rocket Space in San Francisco. Rocket Space was founded by Duncan Logan, um, and he and uh, his team have launched over 1,000 startups 17 of which became unicorns, and his, he's raised around $23 billion now. And um, at Rocket Space, there is also very high-end uh, dark roasted coffee and uh, unlimited supply, absolutely unlimited supply. Any time of day, you can get anything you want. You can get the thing that you know, uh, blows your head off in the morning. Uh, to wake you up, or you can get something a little bit tamer, but but it's just very much part of the culture, and I think people are, are you know, they're they're on fire, they're in a positive way, and they're engaged and moving forward, and um, it's it's a very exciting thing to see. So yeah, it's very buzzy around here. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like your favorite coffee, Lanny? You know what I am I have uh, shifted from. Um, I, I shift to different things depending on the time of day. So I like a, you know, sort of a softer roast cup in the afternoon. And then in the morning, I am right there with the Italians, uh, you know, being partially of Italian ancestry, perhaps that's why, um, with the espresso in the morning. Um, I'm only, a, you know, one or two shot where others in my family We'll do sometimes four to five shots in a morning, which I would be on the ceiling, but um, definitely <laughs> that's the way I like it. And black, straight, don't need anything in it. Well, that's that sounds delicious, definitely. You know, Silicon Valley has, um, it's just an amazing center of entrepreneurial spirit and technology and I remember living there in the 1990s then certainly coffee wasn't quite so 
so um, specialty coffee as it is now. But when you look at Silicon Valley now and the coffee trends, it's amazing as we go from bulletproof coffee to blue bottle coffee to black medicine cold press coffee. And even Peter Thiel, actually, he... um, He has a scholarship where he supports young entrepreneurs, and one of his young entrepreneurs came up with a robotic coffee kiosk that serves like a hundred or so cups of coffee within an hour, and it's it's all robotic. And I just thought that was really tech weaving coffee into technology, which is really funny. But another interesting story about um, a fit, one of the favorite coffee shops in Silicon Valley, um, Lanny, is Phil's Coffee. And that story just warms my heart because, you know, they, they actually founded themselves in 2003. And um, right around the time Facebook also launched in 2004, and they've had an amazing relationship since. As a matter of fact, Phil's Coffee that is um, founded by a gentleman named Mr. Phil Jabor and his son Jacob, who is now president, he um, he actually sold coffee beans when he was eight years old in Palestine. He would go door to door and sell coffee beans, and his grandmother would, um, you know, then do special Turkish coffee when he would come home, and then he would sort of work on different blends. And when he was in America, he founded his very first coffee station in 2002 in San Francisco. Yeah, in the Mission District. And uh, people just loved it. And from there, they uh, also opened a shop in Palo Alto, but they are now located on the Facebook campus in Menlo Park. And I guess they do a special um, highly caffeinated blend uh, that's a house roast called Tesora, which everyone <laughs> loves. Or you can actually um, try Jacob's Wonder Bar and the mint, iced mint mojito. And even this is incredible, Lanny, and to our listeners, that when Mark Zuckerberg and Priscilla Chan were married in uh, the May of 2000, May of 2012, and their wedding, it was actually a very low-key event. They um, were disguising the event so there wasn't any media attention as Priscilla Chan's surprise graduation party for med school. And they invited Phil's Coffee to come and serve the coffee during that event, which was really an incredible story. So um, anyway, that just is a little bit about how coffee and Facebook are sort of teamed up in, uh, in Silicon Valley. So it's fun to share that. That is a great story. Great story. Yeah. Which is fun. I mean, how fun is that to be the known as the official coffee of Facebook? Uh, so anyway, thanks for letting me share that. Uh, so you actually, um, Lanny, when you kind of evolved your interest in joining um, Tech Bay Area Advocates, I know you've always been just so wonderful in helping the community. What are your some of your current community events? I mean, I'm not quite sure if you'd have much time, but your community is so grateful to you for all the good that you do. Tell us, please, a little bit about what you're working on. Well, there, I live, um, our family lives in a community that is, has the highest number of nonprofits per capita. So that does, that does several things. Altruism is in the air. People want to give. There are events, it feels like almost every day, there are galas every weekend, um, and somehow they all do well. So you, you say, wow, we've had three galas where they've raised, you know, 250 to 300,000 at each gala. Are these the same people? No, they, might, they may not be. It, it's just a very interesting um, area that we live in. And uh, the same as in San Francisco, where, where you have more, more of a laid back type of event. 
in North Bay, um, you know, a long evening with a gala, then you have something very fast and furious in the city where people are, you know, they, they receive a text, come donate to this. They come in, they literally hear a pitch from the nonprofit. Uh, they have hors d'oeuvres. They do a fund the future um, all through their all through their phones, and they're gone within two hours. Very very efficient. So it's a different kind of a, a vibe in in the city. And um, so we are completely surrounded by that. And there are so many people around me who are doing so many things, um, and foundations who started um, who were in other arenas, either tech or uh, you know wineries, who have decided to put foundations together to give back to the community. And what I'm really seeing as a result of all this effort is an attempt to take things like um, low graduation rates from high school, um, to address uh, third grade reading proficiency, because if a child does not read well by the third grade, they are going to struggle for the rest of their lives. And the investment is upstream now into very, you know, toddlers and youth with different reading programs and, and uh, social skills, social and emotional skills, so that they are not a statistic um, 15 years later and in prison. Because there's a very high correlation. Um, the, I think it's Texas and Nevada look at the third grade reading rates to determine the size of their prisons in 15 years. Wow. Very, I know it's a very, very somber thing to look at, but it, it tells you how strong that correlation is. So it's it's really fun because you have so much social justice uh, around everywhere and people are focused on the right things, whether it's, it's um, you know, in our one county alone, Sonoma County, uh, the Volunteer Center gives out um, through their Secret Santa program about 26,000 gifts a year um, to um kids in need who don't necessarily get gifts. And, and then you have uh, all the early education programs that, you know, like Community Action Partnership and and um, so many, there are so many. Um, you have foster care youth who, who are um, pretty much ignored in a lot of counties. Um, kids who really have struggled and have been through so much. And uh, Social Advocates for Youth has helped them. Um, where we fit... In terms of all those nonprofits, we are really focused on on helping those entrepreneurs and helping those scale ups, and and uh, championing, connecting, and supporting um, both the overall community and the tech community. And we have the tech for good component where we can help, you know. And we are definitely building that. That's a bit embryonic for us. We're we're new, but but we are building those scholarships and have you know, been able to give out some uh, to really help kids get over that third year hurdle in college. So there, there's just a lot of good work being done. Um, the Latino community is very well represented in North Bay with uh, a group called La Cien. It's a membership of over a thousand um, and it's inclusive. It's not just, a, a, it's about Latino leadership and civic engagement and, and education but it is an inclusive, diverse group of people who are all committed to helping uh, the Latino community um, uh, move forward. So, again, you know, this week uh, you have the state of the Latino community. Um, in two weeks you have the Global Tech Forum. And in between you have several fundraisers. So it's, it's a very, very fun and engaging place to be. Such a dynamic environment. And, Lanny, we are so grateful to you for for working on these projects and being part of it. And we look forward to hearing a little bit more about some of your favorite stories during your career and your journey. And we look forward to coming right back after the break. So please join us again. Thanks so much. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anikona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm... 
You're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to My Favorite Coffee Story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to our listeners. We're listening uh, to my favorite coffee stories, the Silicon Valley Coffee Buzz with Lanny Medina. And we were just talking about all the amazing community work that uh, also is in Silicon Valley and North Bay. And um, in addition to the tech work that's done in Silicon Valley, and Lanny was sharing with us all the amazing organizations that do philanthropic work and volunteer work that are nonprofits. Um, Tell us a little bit about the Lyme Foundation, Lanny, please. Uh, The Lyme Foundation is a great foundation. It was uh, started by Letitia Hankey, and uh, she is a uh, female uh, roofer who fell into that. Uh, She trained to be a musician in college and fell into a business because she was working there part-time. And she really wants to give back. to. uh, She spans seniors uh, with dancing lessons for seniors and senior communities um, to youth and set up something called the Next Gen Academy. Uh, where um, uh, high schoolers can uh, learn how to do everything, construction all the way through. So they actually make something. And um, at the very end, uh, whether they're working with the electricians or um, carpenters, um, roofers, um, they find a job. So that is all about supporting um, the trades. And uh, the Career Technical Education uh, Foundation is is another one started by Tony Crabb. And uh, he basically grants money to uh, the schools in the area so that they can bring back those very important trades into the classroom. Because, again, with with budget cuts over the past, you know, 10, 20 years, the trades kind of disappeared. And as we know, the arts disappeared. So... You know, just it's it's just really exciting to see what's go, what's going on around um, mentorship and and working with different parts of the community. So important and um, wow, just amazing to hear about all that's buzzing in Silicon Valley area. Um, you mentioned a little bit about your time at Stanford as well as then when you went on to American Express. A little bit about your own personal jer- journey. Uh, share with us, please, some favorite stories during those times or favorite coffee stories, please. Uh, well, coffee stories is I, I spent my entire um, undergraduate education uh, studying in the, um, the Stanford coffee shop. I don't know if you remember where that is on campus. But it's still in the same place it was for the past 50, 60 years. I do remember, Lanny. <laughs> <laughs> And there was, um, my favorite drink was a uh, cafe mocha, basically, which was had a little bit of chocolate in it. And I lived on that and um, sesame bars because I was, I was dancing, uh, I was part of a dance troupe. Um, I was dancing 25 to 30 hours a week. So I didn't really think about eating and I'm sure I was, had a lot of malnutrition, but it didn't matter. So that's, that's really where a lot of it started. And that was a, that was a really lot of fun. Um, in terms of where I am now, you know, 
the whole wine, there's several wine countries. So we are in Sonoma County, which has, again, a $16 billion industry of wine. And there's also spirits now, and there's cider, and there's so many craft breweries. And, of course, cannabis is now now knocking on everybody's door in terms of uh, new entrepreneurs looking to build different products there. Um, so there's a lot of need for coffee up in, in, in God <laughs> <laughs> from all these other things and, and, uh, you know, keep, keep moving with life. And, um, you, you just, wherever you find, wherever you find that opportunity, whether you're in an outdoor cafe, um, and you can actually sit down and enjoy it long enough. Um, it is really part of the ethos of the community. Um, and the, Entrepreneurs in the area are are also very exciting uh, as they try you know new things. Whether it's you know there's definitely Starbucks all over, um, but um, more so you have small organizations like Acre Coffee and there's still Wolf Coffee and Pete's Coffee. Um, and the uh, CEO of Pete's Coffee spoke at one of uh, the um, Global Tech Advocates events in San Francisco. He happens to be a friend of of the founder Russ Shaw. So that was very interesting to hear his point of view where he started very, they started very small and um, they have scaled incredibly and are now uh, pretty accessible. So um, that's, that's definitely what you find as you, as you navigate the communities up here. Pete's Coffee is an amazing story. They're in over 14,000 grocery stores. And um, Mr. Mr. Pete, Mr. Alfred Pete, how he had such an impact on specialty coffee in America. I just love the journey. And you won't believe, Lanny, now they have um, a Pete's Coffee at Stanford <laughs> on the campus. No surprise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what are... Uh, what would you say is one of your favorite cafes in Silicon Valley area? Well, down in Silicon Valley, um, any of the Italian-oriented cafes um, I love, and I'm a little sentimental about, you know, having spent so much time down there when I was, you know, dancing during college and then after college. Um, and there are still some tiny coffee shops there. Um, there was also a little place um, in San Francisco that was on 24th, and mission um, run by a, a Palestinian gentleman. It was it was not Phil, um, and he just sold it. It had it was a no name coffee bar with the best coffee, the best um, everything bagels. Uh, it was definitely the place that you stop before you get on the Bart station at Twenty Fourth and Mission. And um, he was. I think it was, he had lines out the door. And the reason he had lines out the door is because he took the time to get to know everybody. And for 15 years, there was a picture of Olivia when she was three standing on his counter next to him and they were smiling and she was holding a coffee cup. So, um, you know, when you have that kind of personal touch, it really means a lot. Muddy Waters is still there. That's a very great place. Um, Always, it's still very bohemian. Um, I purchased a lot of art from struggling artists there who just were just painting from their heart about what they saw in the city and, and um, still have those pieces. And those are, those are very fond memories. I, I'm definitely a coffee house kind of person. Oh, those are wonderful memories, and thank you for sharing them. Are you still finding time to dance a little, Lanny? A little. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think it's good exercise. Uh, nothing. I'm not performing, of course. You know, old dancers teach; they don't perform. I still have my um, really close friendships with my partners um, in dance. So I was just spent. Um, in fact, he joined me at European Innovation Day. My partner, uh, Rafael Cedillo, and um, the people at the conference were kind of looking at us. And he's Rafael's all gray now, and. I still have dark hair, but I said, you know, we're really catching up on several decades and showed them a picture of us on the cover of a magazine and they could not believe it. And the comment was, oh, that is because we were in costume and they said, oh, that's so very Frida Kello. And we just started laughing because, <laughs> you know, that's not what we were trying to do at all. But, but uh, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a great thing to, to have movement and art in everyone's life. I think, I think coffee and music and the arts and then you know the work that really makes your 
your heart go pitter patter and you have a passion for that's that's the best life and then everything else is you know comes into that your relationship with your work your relationship with your your family your spouse or partner um, all those things um, you know sort of in the light if you will working in the light um, can really make a difference for people and I, I really wish that for this world we just it's just been such a tough year Oh, well, you are so right, and thank you for putting it that way. You put it so eloquently and elegantly, so definitely we appreciate that inspiration. Would you say that um, you shared a little bit of a favorite coffee story with your daughter Olivia there in San Francisco? Do you have a a few other special little coffee stories to share with us, um, spending time with the family? Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of coffee going in um, around our family. Um, you know, my husband Alan is definitely he's the guy who does the the four to five sh- shots on the weekend, and um, <laughs> Olivia and I are much more sensitive to caffeine, so we have our own our own different things. And and in one of her wedding gifts, someone gave her a uh, what is it called an espresso, so she could you know do her thing. So it's it's and her husband is European, so um, he's very used to that. And um, you you just have your favorite places. One of my favorite things in the world is to is to meet up uh, with the kids um, in uh, in Santa Rosa or in Hillsburg, but mostly Santa Rosa. There's a the Chandy Hospitality Group owns um, the Beer Baron and BB's Burger Bar. Um, and they own several Mountain Mike's Pizza, which they've really tried to pull it away from your, you know, average pizza place to having, you know, a, a mix of Indian food and other things. And they have created an ambiance um, where people can, ju- it is just like Europe in the middle of Sonoma County, where you, you, you sit down and you have a, a whole plaza in front of you, which is called Old Courthouse Square. And you just sit and you just watch people walk around, there's street fairs. We had Iron Man, we had bicycle races. The, the Iron Man was amazing. And um, those athletes who had just done a triathlon of an incredible magnitude. Um, were then at Beer Baron, and some were um, happy to have a beer, and others wanted coffee. It was kind of interesting to watch what people did after they just swam, you know, what is it, 20 miles, and they biked 100 miles, and oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of thing, a lot of things to go there, and there's, there's definitely, your product is very, very um, desired out here. You know, anything from the Kona region, um, is 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 very sought after. Not everybody can do those dark roast espressos and and prefer something that's more smooth and tasty. That which is what you have. So um, there's just a, a very much a lot of coffee around here and a lot of uh, reasons to drink it. Well, thank you for. Uh, trying Anikona, we're so honored. And one thing that we love to do for our customers is that we air roast our coffee so that the Kona taste can come out in a very smooth way. And a lot of those Kona flavors and the rich lava minerals come through. So um, I'm so honored that you enjoy it and and tried it. So thank you so much, Lanny. Um, so just as we're about to close, Lanny, if I may just ask one quick question. We've been so enjoying all your stories and hearing about the Silicon Valley vibe and buzz and uh, the coffee scene and learning about all that's going on there with Tech Bay Area Advocates. Um, what would you say um, is in store for the future for you? Uh, personally or with the organization? It can be a project. It can be personally. It's just kind of, I I love all your current projects, and, we, and I think our listeners would be so inspired about your next steps. Well, uh, very, very quickly is, is one thing I've learned, um, especially in the last year, is that when things are meant to happen, the universe provides. And... Um, the partnership that we have with Mind the Bridge, uh, which is, you know, Startup Europe to Silicon Valley, the partnership that we've created with Sonoma State University, where you have some very, very forward-thinking um, academics, um, and what 
Tech Bay Area advocates can do. The the London the London Hub has 2,500 people at their events. They have Tech London Week, which has 44,000 participants and 188 events. Um, you know, they're they're kind of like you know the, the the older sibling we look up to, and we will get there at some point. So I see all these worlds coming together for a reason, and it's to to do good work and to do you know good things in the world. And that's really what I see for my future. It's just, you know, it's so much fun. And um, I, I think of how tech companies could bring money into universities that are forward thinking like Sonoma State University and what that could do. And it's it's uh, definitely uh, cutting edge. It's definitely cutting edge. So that is my next step is to continue doing all this. And then, of course, you know, Adoring my daughter and, and um, you know, all the family stuff is very important stuff. So I'm um, just very excited about what the future brings. And even with a lot of natural disasters and maybe some political uh, blocks, people are still moving. People are still moving forward. They're still creating things. They're still thinking of apps to build. Um, they're still looking at, you know, trying to help other people. And it's that grassroots movement, if you will, that we are, you know, a microcosm of. We are, we are part of all that. That's going to take just a lot of us doing that kind of thing to move everything forward in a positive manner. Well, and you certainly are, Lanny, and um, we really appreciate your time today and inspiring us with all that you do. And we wish you all the best with your Global Tech Forum in October. And um, to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us. We've had such a great time talking with Lanny and and sort of getting insights into Silicon Valley and a little bit about the tech world and also some fun favorite coffee stories. And please, we'd love to continue the conversation. So you can always send us questions at radio at myfavoritecoffeestory.com. And of course, at anikona.com, we we offer a special radio uh, 15% gift. So thanks again for joining us today. And we wish you a wonderful week. And we look forward to having you back next week. Aloha. Thank you for taking an hour out of your busy week to join us on My Favorite Coffee Story. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Aniko Samoji, next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, we hope you'll have a relaxing week.